0: With the voice of triumph shall we shout unto God in the name that is above every name. Lift up your voice, lift up a shout wherever you are in the sanctuary today, in your house. Lift up a shout, a shout of praise, a shout of victory, a shout of thanksgiving to the Lord for the Lord is good. And his mercies endure forever. Blessed be God who has delivered us. Who has redeemed us from the hand of the enemy. The Bible says let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he's redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Let them say that the Lord has redeemed them. Let them say that the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. Blessed be God who has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light to show forth his praises. Blessed be God who has lifted us out of the valley, out of the pit. Blessed be God who has translated us from the kingdom of Darkness into the kingdom of light. Blessed be God who has healed our bodies. Oh, who has strengthened us, given us life, given us health, given us peace, joy unspeakable, and full of glory. Blessed be God. Almighty Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. Your word tells us, clap your hands, all ye people. Your word says the trees of the field shall clap your hands. Your word says that we shall magnify you. And so we magnify you. We glorify you. We bless your name. We thank you. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for saving us. We thank you for forgiving our sins. We thank you for healing our diseases. We thank you for delivering our life from destruction. Oh God, you have crowned us with tender mercies and love and kindness. We thank you. We thank you that you have set our sins away from us as far as the east is from the west. That you no longer remember our sins. We thank you for making us your very righteousness in Christ. We thank you that through righteousness we reign by the grace of God here in this world.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Waymaker, thank you. Mighty healer, we thank
0: you. Everlasting Father, we thank you. The Bishop and Shepherd of our souls, we thank you. We have returned to the Bishop and Shepherd of our souls. And we can say, The Lord has become our Shepherd.
1: And we shall be. Not want. We lack nothing. And we fear nothing.
0: For God you are with us. He said in your word. If God be for you.
1: Who? Hallelujah. If God be for you. Who can be against you? None.
0: And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We lift up a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. Lift your voice. Give him a shout. Give him a hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, 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 yes. God is good. You know, there's a time for everything. There's a time for silence. Amen. There's a time for deep meditation, a time to be quiet for the Lord a time to listen to his spirit a time to listen to the still small voice but there's also a time of shouting a time of rejoicing a time of dancing a time of clapping your hands lift up your voice shout unto God and I believe that we are in that season that time so somebody in your house somebody in the sanctuary lift your voice one more time and give the Lord a shout hallelujah
1: lift your voice and give him a shout hallelujah give the Lord a hallelujah
0: give the Lord a mighty praise lift your voice in your own way your own language just praise him hallelujah hallelujah
1: hallelujah Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, in the Bible it says, "Let men lift up holy hands, lift up holy hands everywhere, without wrath or doubting. Let man
0: praise the Lord and say that He is good and His mercy." endures forever. God, you've been good to us. You've been so good to us. We thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah. He who inhabits the praises of Israel, thank you. Thank you for moving. Moving in praise. Moving in worship. Moving in adoration. As thanksgiving goes to God, thank you that God moves mightily. You're always moving and we thank you. But we thank you that it's revealed in the Bible that as praises go to you and as thanksgiving rise to God, God moves, God moves, God moves. Through the many thanksgiving unto God may bounce back to us, the manifold. Grace of God to work more miracles so that as the miracles are worked wrath by God, we may praise you. We may praise you. We may glorify you. And as we praise you, oh, more grace is released from God to raise the dead. Just that Jesus thanked you before the, the, the grave of Lazarus, the tomb of Lazarus, and called him forth. The dead was raised. Thank you. Just as the Lord thanked you before multiplying bread to feed the multitudes we thank you we thank you for the revelation that God moves in thanksgiving God moves mightily in thanksgiving you are always moving without thanksgiving but you move mightily in it and so thank you for your mighty move in the lives of God's people in the sanctuary and in their families in their homes around the world thank you for moving in lives thank you for raising the dead thank you for saving the lost thank you for healing the sick thank you for encouraging somebody who is discouraged thank you for removing sorrow thank you for bringing joy unspeakable and full of glory to God's people thank you where hatred was now love reigns supreme thank you that darkness is dispelled and the true light of Jesus now shines so brightly in people's homes in their lives in their hearts oh God with salvation healing deliverance peace power and prosperity By the grace of God to all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' matchless name. And the people of God in the sanctuary and in your homes, wherever you may be with agreement, shall we say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, we can clap our
1: hands one more time. Let's do that. Yes, 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 yes. Praise God. Please be seated
0: in the presence of the Lord here in the sanctuary in Clinton, Maryland, USA, our World Missions Ministries headquarters. And also for those of you in your homes or wherever you may be around the world, welcome. I'm Pastor Anthony Turkson. It is my joy to share with you God's word today from World Missions Ministries Sanctuary, where we know that the true light of Jesus shines so brightly.
1: Hallelujah. Shines with salvation, with healing, deliverance, peace, power. And prosperity for all who believe in God
0: and trust in our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. He's alive and his grace is sufficient for you today. Amen. Amen. Praise God. As you know for our local branch of Zion uh, here in World Missions Ministries, The theme that God's given to us guiding our ministry for this year is elevation and multiplication. Amen. Grace and peace will be multiplied unto us through the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's how it happens. It's not through magic. It's not through any human being doing anything for you. Grace and peace are multiplied to us through the knowledge of God accurate knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So myself and the pastors and and ministers here in our ministry have been following uh, the theme one way or the other, teaching about, you know, increase and multiplication, um, fruitfulness, you know so on and so forth, along
1: those uh, lines. So you've heard a lot about seeds and plants and trees and just fruitfulness, productivity,
0: being increased by God through the word of God and
1: by his grace and the power of his spirit. Amen? So, I will continue in that same vein with that spirit and talk about trees today. What kind of tree are you? So
0: it's a question. The message is, the title of the message is a question. What
1: kind of tree are you? Talking about trees. You have a homework today
0: in the sanctuary and in your homes, and I'll continue next week. I want you to ask yourself that question and answer it or see the Lord and pray. My Lord, what kind of tree am I? Amen. what we're going to see in the scriptures, there's a lot that we can learn about trees. Obviously, I'm not here to talk about, you know, agriculture, horticulture or forestry, you know. Talking about people. So when I talk about trees, I'm really talking about people. Just keep that in mind. So don't switch off. Don't be like, well, I came to church to learn about Jesus Christ and I'm gonna learn about trees. And then you switch off. You know, that's that's carnality. If you know we used to do that thirty years ago. We've grown. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> you know, you have to you have to be patient in your spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have to be patient in your stream. When somebody starts to talk, you have to wait and listen. Don't just, ah, I didn't come to church for that. You know, hear about trees. And then you just take your bag and you walk off. You used to do that when you were very carnal, you know, when you were a bad tree. If you behave that way, that's the kind of tree you used to be. You were a bad tree. And that's unacceptable. We are no longer like that. Amen? You don't do that in church. You don't do that to your husband or wife or to a friend or to a boss or to a colleague. When somebody starts talking, don't judge them right away. Listen. Don't just walk off because you assume you know what it is you're going to talk about. People do that. You know, I'm going to talk about trees. Well, I didn't come to hear about trees. I came to hear about Jesus Christ. If you're not going to talk about Jesus Christ, I'm I'm going. And then you just get up and go. That is carnal. That's the, the, a bad tree. The fruit of a bad tree. Amen. Just like your child starts talking, you don't listen and you just shut, shut them up. You know, that's the fruit of a bad tree. Are you following me? I'm going to talk about trees today. What kind of tree are you? Are you with me? I mean, if you're a bad tree, it means you're bad towards people. You don't do good to them. If you're a good tree, you do good to people. That's all. Trees produce fruit. Fruit, good fruit for you to enjoy. Makes you healthy. It's good to taste. Yeah? You taste a lot and see that it's good, right? Amen. Praise God. So be patient with your children, your grandchildren, your spouses, your friends. Your pastors, just just be patient. Listen, Where
1: where is he going with this? Amen. To what kind of tree are you? Amen. Jesus actually talked about trees. Praise God. So let's find out what he said, why he said it. Incidentally, in the
0: Bible, it's amazing. That next to God and people, God first, and then people next, like human beings, humans, God and people. The next subject the Bible talks the most about, actually, I found out I, I was amazed. I was like, wow, are trees. I was like, whoa, really? I was surprised. God first. Then humans, like God came to save humans through Jesus. You know, people, whether it's the people of Israel or the people of the nations or the church. So it's, the Bible talks about God. For example, if you looked in your concordance and just looked up references on God, you see God is first, the most, and then next you see people, you know, about people. And then third, trees. I was just amazed. So come with me to First Kings
1: chapter 4. 1 Kings. Chapter 4. Praise the Lord. And let me find a verse for you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. First Kings. So I'm to, uh, the title of my message is What Kind of Tree Are You? Praise the Lord All right, First Kings chapter four, verse 29. Let's go to First Kings chapter four. Ah uh, thank you, Lord Jesus. 1 Kings 4, 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom
0: and understanding exceeding much. This is the King James Version of the Bible. It's a bit of old English because it was first translated in the year 1611. That was a long time ago. So that's why you have these and thou's and they there and hither. They and hither is just here and there. These and thou's is you. Simple. But anyway, let's go on. Verse 29.
1: God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart. All right. Even as the sand that is on the seashore,
0: he had a huge capacity to receive insight, wisdom, revelation, and also to search, to learn. For example, as I said in my introductory remarks, somebody starts to preach or talk to you, you must have an open heart, largeness of heart. Don't
1: close your heart. The person who searches, seeks to learn, seeks to grow. Amen. Keep
0: growing throughout your life till you go to heaven. We go from glory to glory. I don't care how old you are. There's still more that you can learn. Amen. We're very funny and interesting people the way we are. You know, some of us think, you know, I'm this way. I got a PhD. I got nothing. You can't teach me anything. Some people are like, I'm older than you. You can't, I can't learn anything from you. And all those, you know, that kind of mentality. It's not godly. All right. In Christ, we go from glory to glory. Heaven is called the most excellent glory. Peter calls heaven the place of the most excellent glory. And here on earth, we go from glory to glory until we enter the most excellent glory. Till you get to heaven, you have not achieved the level of the most excellent glory. Amen? For example, the only perfect human being is Jesus Christ. Until we go to heaven, you and I are actually not physically, humanly perfect. Our salvation is perfect in spirit, but our souls are not perfected yet. Suddenly, our human bodies are not perfected yet. So, the things that we got to do physically for our human bodies to keep the human body going, keep it strong, keep pushing it. You got to, it's not easy. You make yourself do it. Amen. And because it's the physical body, obviously, to keep it going, uh, you don't only use spiritual things like prayer. That's obvious. Everybody prays. Or the word and meditation and all those wonderful spiritual things. But because it's a physical body, it needs something physical to make it strong. Are you with me? Amen. For example, the body cannot live forever without eating. Without eating like natural food. That's what I mean. So you got to give it natural food. The human body has to rest. You have to sleep at some point. So there has, oh, and exercise. There are natural things that you got to do. You can't just live your life saying, I just read the Bible and I fast and pray and God take the care of the, you know, no, no. We're supposed to read the Bible. So you haven't done anything extra, you know, special or unique from others when you claim that you read the Bible. So you're okay. Everybody, every Christian is supposed to be reading the Bible. You all learning, you learn something, you with me? All right, did you notice that God gave to Solomon largeness of heart, an open heart? Amen. May your capacity to search, to seek, to understand, and to receive increase. Jesus said to his disciples, I've got many things to teach you, but you cannot understand it right now. But after I die and I'm raised from the dead and I go to heaven... I will send the Holy Spirit. When he, the Spirit, comes, he will then teach you all these many things that I still have to teach you. I still have for you to learn. So our capacity to understand increases when we receive the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Jesus can be right next to you and you still don't get what he's saying. You don't really get it. For example, again, he was with the disciples. He told them, I'm going to be raised from the dead. And they didn't get it in John chapter 2. After he was raised from the dead, it's written in John chapter 2. Then the disciples remembered that he had said to them that if you destroy this body in three days, or this temple, the temple of my body, in three days I will raise it up. And they are like, oh, so that's what he meant. Are you with me? Another time he met with Two Disciples in the roti Emmaus. They are talking, they are, they are sorrowful, they are sad because their Lord had been crucified. And this stranger just comes along and he says, Hey guys, what are you talking about? You know, and, and I love the greeting. Uh, I, I, I looked again at it uh, today because the Spirit of God put in my spirit that today is a day of shouting. You got to shout from within you. Shout from within you. You got to fight the precious outside from within you. You don't fight what is outside from any external strength, external power. You fight from within you. Within you is his glory. Within you is his power. Amen. He said that you put his glory within you and you put a wall of fire around you. Glory is in you. Greater is he who is in you than anything that's outside you in the world. So you fight from within out. You don't fight. Flesh with flesh. You don't fight external things with external power. You fight with spiritual power, from internal power. Greater is he that is in you. And he put in my spirit today that it's time to lift up your shout. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. All these things are in the Bible. For example, as I was saying, for your physical body, you got to do physical things to help you. They just found on medically, they are telling us that there's a health benefit when people clap.
1: I was like, oh my God, God told us a long time ago. Amen. Health benefit.
0: God is wise. Praise God. Get your blood circulating. Moving. Get nerves connecting. The right way. Hallelujah. Get get bodily internal organs being massaged. As you are clapping your hands. Clap your hands all ye people. Clap your hands all ye people. Clap your hands all ye people. And shout. Shout. Unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Woo! Since I was uh, 10 years old, my brother and I uh, were were taught. uh, Our dad was a a black belt uh, uh, judo expert. Started teaching as 10 years old. uh, And my brother and I were taught judo. And then subsequently I got into other martial arts. And, and, I, and as I was thinking about God putting this, this spirit of a shout, reminding me of it today, I was reminded of uh, this, and some of you I'm sure are familiar with it, that, um, that we do a lot, a lot in martial arts, you know, when you're fighting your opponent, even sparring or fighting, whether you defend yourself or it's an offense whatever, Attacking,
1: one of the things that you're taught to do is to attack with a shout. You attack with a shout. You're trying to disorient your enemy, demoralize your enemy, get them to be afraid, and also
0: to bring out, and and, and just, just going somewhere, also to bring out the energy that's within you you know, to, to release this energy from within you. So your care has to go up and this is just in the natural. And I thought of, I was like, Oh,
1: but God already said, lift up your voice, lift up your voice like a
0: trumpet. Roar like a lion. The lion of the tribe of Judah has roared. Who can stand before him? Clap your hands all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Think about it. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout for the Lord has given you the city. At the time God said that the city had not fallen. Jericho walls were still standing. But the Lord God said, Shout for he has given you the city. You have to let out your gear. Before you hit the opponent. Before the walls come down. You have to lift up a shout. Oh hallelujah. Jesus stands before the tomb of Lazarus. And he says father
1: thank you. That you have already heard me. He had already prayed. Before he encountered. The spirit of death. The problem. With having to raise Lazarus from the dead, then he stands there and he offers thanksgiving to God. We have to have largeness of heart. I mean spiritual largeness. I mean physical. Amen. You know, just make up your mind. No matter how
0: old you are or how long you've been in ministry, you decide, man, I still have more to
1: learn. I still have more and I have to grow. Because sometimes we, we get, we are not only mistaken, but we get arrogant about it. I heard this
0: minister saying, and being critical, unfortunately, of other ministers. Sometimes other ministers say, people say, when praises go up, blessings
1: come down. That's wrong. And he's going on and on and on. I'm like, wait a minute, man. Man. How can you even say that? And he says, because God's already moving.
0: Whatever God wants to do in the earth, God has already done. You, you think Jesus didn't know that? You think Jesus did not know that whatever God wants to do, God has already done? That when God created, Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, they created everything. You with me? Whatever we need, obviously, is already here on earth. And this was the pastor's point. But you cannot say that just because whatever we need, God has already created it, that we don't need to thank God for God to move. Because God's already moving and he's just going on and on and being critical and I'm like oh man wait a minute do you want to tell me when Jesus stood before the tomb of Lazarus and thank God
1: that Jesus was mistaken did not you ever read and I like it when Jesus talked that way you know did you never read
0: that it is written have you not searched it? have you not looked up for it seen it have you not has it not been taught to you has it not been told you did you never read that I will join with my brethren and offer praise to God in the sanctuary. Do you ever see that? It's in the book of Hebrews. That Jesus, I'm, the first time, like 1983 or so, I saw that. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Gee, geez, you mean I'm praising God? It's in Hebrews too. I'm praising God and Jesus joins with us to praise God. I was shocked. And it's a reference to the Old Testament, and it's in Hebrews too, that Jesus joins us to praise God now. So don't tell me that when I'm praising God or thanking God, that is a mistake. Especially if I'm thanking God and praising God, believing that even my thanks and praise will cause God to move more, that I'm mistaken. I'm not mistaken. Does not the Scripture tell us that through the thanksgiving of many? through the thanksgiving of many to God, may bounce back to us. King James Version says, redound to us, bounce back, come back to you, the manifold grace of God. There is something amazing that happens when praise goes to God. It attracts
1: the hand of God to move further in your case. God created the heavens and the earth. He finished his creation and
0: he rested. We know that. But when Jesus was here on earth, there's a time he prayed, prayed for a blind man. And, and then he asked the man, What do you see? He said, I see men walking as trees. He said, Come here, come here. And he touched him a second time. Jesus was God in the earth. Yet he touched somebody a second time. Let me tell you, if you need a second touch, God will give it to you. May God touch your life. May God touch your children. Yes, you prayed for that child, that child got born again. but they're going through some struggles. I pray for the t- second touch in Jesus name In Galatians 4:19, Paul says that, "I pray for you again. I labor in breath again." Ladies and gentlemen, again, doesn't mean that's one time. Again, it's a repeat. I said this, Galatians 4.19, I labor, I labor in prayer again that Christ may be fully formed in you. In fact, let's take a moment and go there so you can see it for yourself. Don't let any, let me or any pastor bamboozle you and deceive you and talk all kinds of things and tell you, you can't do this, God gave me a new
1: revelation and whatever you are doing was wrong. Listen, praising God is important and it's for today. Praise the Lord. It's like all these people being ridiculous
0: today. Teaching about grace. And then condemning everything that God wrote in the Old Testament.
1: What is wrong with people? We live in the period of grace. But the Old Testament you also see God a God of grace in the Old Testament. Noah found grace in the sight of God. Isn't that in the Old Testament? We don't try to get acceptance by God through the law of Moses. But
0: the law is good. That is also written, not in the Old Testament. It is in the New Testament. It says the law is good. I challenge every man of God, any man of God who is teaching on grace today. Explain that to me. Just because God is bringing a revelation of grace that we have to live by grace does not mean that you can throw out everything that God wrote from Genesis to Malachi. Because a lot of the things that we read in the New
1: Testament, they're actually fulfillment of what was written in the Old Testament. All God is saying is that don't try to gain acceptance before me. Through
0: keeping the laws of Moses. I have already taken care of that for you. I judge Jesus. All the judgment you would ever face. I judge Jesus for you. He paid the price for you.
1: I love you. My love for you is unconditional. Just accept that. Let me teach you
0: something. Obedience in the New Testament is not the same way obedience is taught in the Old Testament. New Testament obedience is believe I have done it. Old Testament obedience is do it so I accept you. Do it so you be right. New Testament obedience. God has challenged you. Are you going to obey me that I have done it so you
1: stop doing it? And accept what I have done. Are you going to be humble enough to accept what I have done and then act
0: on it? Because believing is only complete when you act on it. So act like I've done it because I've really done it for you. I took your sicknesses and by my stripes you are healed. So act like you are healed. Talk like you are healed. Even though you may not feel healed. But act like you're healed, talk like you're healed, believe me from my throne of grace and glory that you find grace to help you in your time of need, you obtain mercy, just believe that and my overwhelming grace will cause your legs to walk, will cause your hands to be a stretch, will cause your eyes to see, will cause the pain to go away and the manifestation of the health which I restored to you on the cross will come that is the obedience God is asking so we've got things to do and what we have to do is to believe the disciples one day they asked Jesus Lord what shall we do listen carefully in John what shall we do John 4 what shall we do that we may work the works
1: of God you know what Jesus said they asked do you know what he said he said believe One one I had many things a whole lot of things I can do
0: in this world but one thing I can do I was born to do is to teach I can teach this thing backwards and forwards in my sleep and awake and I can prove to you from scripture otherwise I'm not going to say it They said what shall we do
1: that we may work the works of God Jesus said Believe. What are you supposed to do? Believe. (laughs) That's how you work the works of God. Believe. The righteousness which is of faith tells you do nothing but believe in what Christ has done.
0: I will show all that to you. I got two weeks to do that. I don't mean from now to, you know, but we end <laughs> today. Let me know. Wait a minute. Are we allowed to go home? Yes, you are. <laughs> Amen. Praise. I was going to stop and show you something somewhere. I think it was Galatians 4.19. Was that what I said? Okay.
1: Just, I'm going to take a stop in First Kings 4. I'm going to go to Galatians 4.19. Praise the Lord. So give me a moment to find it, because I didn't, I didn't plan it, you know. So it's not my notes. I'm pretty sure it's 19. Uh, do you have it on your screen? Galatians 4, 19. Yes. My little children, of whom I travel in birth... You know, it's traveling in birth. You know, the woman is about to deliver.
0: Yes? You see that? Okay. I travel in birth. What's the next word? Again. If you look in your Bibles, you see this again. If you look in the screen, does it say again? I know we have many different versions in the, of the Bible. But I'm pretty sure that whatever version you have is going to be again. We're good? Thank you. So let's just read that.
1: My little children of whom I travel in birth again. Why? What was his objective? Until Christ be what? Formed in you. So, uh,
0: why, why was all that going on? Yeah, I'm sure you, somebody might have questions. Just give me a moment. I'll, I'll explain. But before that, though, let's just settle that whatever is going on here, he's doing it at least twice. Should, can we agree on that? Because he says, again, so I've done it before, and for some reason I have to do it again. Yes? We're good?
1: Okay. Okay. So something had happened, and he had to, again, travel in prayer
0: as the apostle. He has to pray them into this place
1: for something to be done again, twice. Twice. Amen. I don't want to be taking off course, but since
0: I've mentioned it, uh, let me at least give you some clues as to obviously something had gone wrong. That is why they were off track. So they had to, he had to put them back on track. We good. Yes. So that was chapter four, verse one, 19 for those in church. What was it? Verse 19, right? So something had happened for them to go off. Go to chapter three, verse one. That gives you some idea that something had
1: happened Galatians 3, verse 1. If you find it, say amen. Okay. Uh,
0: This is not you. I'm talking about Galatians. We're good? (laughs) So, oh foolish Galatians. (laughs) Who has bewitched you? Bewitched. So you see some witchcraft there, right? That's some bad, you know, juju going on there. Yeah. Those who don't know witchcraft. I think in America you call it juju. Juju. Yeah? (laughs) Whatever you do. Black magic. I don't know why they always call it black.
1: (laughs) Who would bewitch you that you should not obey the truth? They're not obeying the truth. Christ is the way, the
0: truth and the life before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you, crucified among you. So we see the crucifixion of Christ, death of Christ. He did it for them, but they refuse to
1: believe in that they're going to something else. This was your problem. Okay. Uh, we'll read, let's read verse 2. This only would I learn of you. Received ye the Spirit
0: by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? That's verse 2. Clue you into what they might have been doing wrong? All right. Look at verse 2. This only, um, he says, I'm asking you this question. Did you receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, by the works of the law? Or by the hearing of faith. Obviously they receive the spirit through faith. Yes. But instead of continuing in faith. What have they gone to? Gone back to? In verse 2. The law. Now they're going to live through the works of the law. So by the question he asked them. you have an idea what it was that they were doing wrong? They got born again. They got filled the spirit. They're working with God, believing in the finished work of Christ. It is only through Jesus we are redeemed. Then somebody comes or some people came later and told them, no, 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 no. You got to go back to the law of Moses. So when Paul was away, some of these people in the Galatian churches are now going back to, you know, keeping the law to become saved or to become accepted by God. And so they are not holding on to Christ. They are not stable. They are not strong. Christ is not fully formed in them. They are kind of like halfway wishy-washy. Does that that
1: make sense? You you see this? And then uh, verse 5. He therefore that ministers to you the spirit and works miracles
0: among you. Does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? You see, again, the question, another second question has to do again with the same thing. Is it by faith in Christ or works of the law? So they got born again through the apostolic ministry of Paul. He goes away and then some group of people come and they take them back to Mosaic laws and Judaism and all that. And and, uh, Paul finds out and Paul says, You guys,
1: that was actually, can I still say, that was actually witchcraft. You have been bewitched. That was a wrong spirit. It was a spirit that came in. Take you away from Christ. You have been bewitched. I know it's kind of hard to accept that, bewitched, you know. (laughs) Like, wait a
0: minute, you know, witchcraft, that's, nah, man, this is the church. No, if you believe another gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, a spirit has led you astray. You've believed
1: a different spirit. You've believed a different gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ and the gospel of his grace. So he had to pray for them. For a second touch. Some of you have had some
0: family members. They were doing well. Rejoicing in the Lord. Reading the Bible. Going to church with you. Or if they lived in another state. They were going to church. Doing the things of God. And then started going astray. Don't give up on them. Do Galatians 4.19. Pray again. That Christ will be fully formed in them. Christ is in them. But they need to be fully formed. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. It's not that. They lost Christ. It's like uh, fully formed. What's a good example? Some, something being fully formed. Like a baby conceived, you know, like a fetus. Let's start with that. A fetus is conceived, but it has to grow to become fully formed. Yeah? We're good. is that a good example? Yeah. So the fact that the child is not like nine months yet in the womb does not mean it's not a child. That's, that's a child. That's a real human being. Hello, I know I live in America right now and I know the laws and all kinds of things and I don't want to get into any political arguments but the fact is this if you conceive,
1: that's a conception, baby. That's a conception. That, that's some human being right there. Well, if you disagree just wait nine months. Just wait. We will find out. Will be fully formed. So whether it's fully formed or not, the nature, the seed,
0: is exactly what it is. It's the same. It's human. Hello.
1: Can I move on now? Okay, I'll let, I'll let your conscience <laughs> do the work. Oh, Amen.
0: Praise God. I think we can go away from this. Let's go to First Kings. Go back to
1: First Kings. We're good. Okay, First Kings chapter. What was it four? Okay, so Solomon talked
0: about trees. It's interesting. I wanted to show you that First Kings four. And just remind me where I was. Was it twenty nine? I was still on twenty nine. Wow, what time is it? I'm still on twenty nine. <laughs> okay, and God gave Solomon First Kings four twenty nine. Wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as a sand that is on the seashore. The expression is that it's plenty. It's a lot. The sand, you can't count the sand on the beach, can you?
1: Wow. May God enlarge you that way. Woo. Hallelujah. Amen. The capacity to receive the things of God increase. Hallelujah. Ah, got to pray this prayer before I move on. Away from
0: when we're talking about bewitched, at least you saw it in the Bible. So we know stuff like that still happens. We good? Okay. All right. So this week, there's this young man that I saw in a vision. And there's this, you know what the Bible talks, describes as a strong man? Like, like some kind of demonic attack and there's this, you know, like you have, you have all kinds of like, de, re, there's a ranking system in the, in the demonic world. And there's some that are bigger than others. So this one's like a strong thing in, in the young man's life. And actually, the devil is just defeated. He's, he's, he's a coward. He, I saw this in the night. This young man was asleep. And this thing came. I, I saw it came and is standing by the, 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 the young man's bed looking at him with anger, but it could not attack him. But he's asleep. He has no idea that this is happening. And then I saw the angel of God come and just kick this strong man out. I mean, I saw another a person, another person that I believe to be an angel of God because uh, it was a bright Presence and it also kicked this angry-looking man. It was a like looked like a man,
1: very tall man, out of the young man's room. Um, amen. Praise the Lord.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray in a moment. I want to show you something, uh, Pastor Sandra. Is it Zechariah three? Where was uh, there was a high priest called Joshua? And Satan was standing at his right hand to resist him. Is this Zechariah 3? Uh, 3, 33. Let me just establish this in the Bible before, we, before I pray. Uh, because sometimes, you know, some things, they're new to some people. And some even get scared. They're like, oh my God. You know, so things can appear when I'm sleeping. Don't be afraid. You know the angel of the Lord. The, the young man didn't even had no idea what was going on. The angel of the Lord just came and 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 kicked that thing out, drove it out. All right. So, uh, Zachariah three, and there was a uh, a priest in verse one. Is Zachariah, right, Pastor Sandra? Okay, three one, Zechariah 3, one, And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Do you see this? Wow. So this guy is standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan is standing right there to resist him. In this case, it wasn't even a demon. It was Satan. Satan's obviously scared of with about you know scared of this Joshua because there's something that this guy's gonna do and if the devil leaves him alone the devil's gonna lose. Watch verse two and the Lord said unto Satan, Am I reading the right thing? Okay, thank you. The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this this man Joshua a brand? Plucked out of the fire. So you can pray the same prayer. It's not my child. One that has been plucked out of. He's no longer going to hell. He's born again. The churches of Galatia. They got born again. But witchcraft. Satan is trying to use this witchcraft strength thing. To try to get them back. So Paul is praying. And he can say. They have been snatched out of the fire. You cannot have them. They are blood bought, purchased by the blood of Jesus. Let my grandson go. Loose him and let him go. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus himself prayed that prayer. Jesus prayed in Luke 13 and he said, lose this woman. Come
1: on, people. Jesus did it so we can also do it. Jesus prayed, he said to the woman, woman, you are loosed. Wasn't that right? All right, let me
0: just go find it. I know, you know, you know it. Uh, okay, let me, let me just finish here, Joshua, so it's, it's, we flow. Verse 3, and, and Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. So there was some kind of bad stuff going on in Joshua's life. Are you with me? All right, let's just keep it flowing. If he had filthy garments, there's something bad going on. He had, he had stained his garments. It's filthy, meaning that before it got filthy, originally it wasn't. We're good? All right. We are good alright we have to speculate because we don't know. But the fact is that there's something's bad here. So now at that point we could say he's bearing bad fruit. Hello? He's a bad tree. That, that moment. God doesn't want that. And Satan's
1: using that as an open door. To access his life. So this young man. Actually is being
0: attacked. Being harassed. That I saw. I don't know the person. By the way. I don't know this person. At all. Not how good God is. You know. He's going to call a a believer. A pastor to pray for you. Knows nothing about your business. And you're going to be. Intercede for you. And you're going to be delivered. I, I just love those miracles. That God does. He gets all the glory. Amen. So this young man is being harassed. I don't know the young man, but he's being harassed mentally. But Satan has not been able to crush him. And Satan is so mad and actually comes into his bedroom. He's asleep. And the Lord shows me. I mean, it wasn't the Satan himself, but it was a demon. The Lord shows me this. And God shows me the angel of the Lord comes and just kicks this thing out. Because God says, I'll give my angels charge over you.
1: Yes. The angels surround, they encamp around the righteous.
0: They are around your children. They are around your grandchildren. They are around your family members. Don't let the devil have your loved ones. Don't let the devil have anything of yours. Even if you have slipped. Even if you have allowed your garments to be stained. You have filthy garments. And because of that, there's an the open door. And the devil is right next to you. You'll still not go down. You'll still not lose. Right here, Satan was next to him to resist him. But
1: the devil still lost. When David sinned, David said, against you, God, against you alone have I sinned.
0: Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, you, we have to act like God. If you're a father, if you're a, mother, if you're a parent, and your child messes up, God forbid, but let's say that they mess up. Don't give them up to the wolves. Don't give them over to the world. You defend your child. You stand for your child. And we got to do the same thing in the house of God. A brother or a sister is sleeping. They got a problem. It's not time to bear bad fruit by gossiping. Bad fruit by cursing them. Bad fruit by saying yes. Mm -hmm. We knew it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. It's a time to stand and pray. We pray them back. We say this person is a man of God, is a woman of God. They have been plucked out of the fire, Satan. You're not going to have them. Let's say that some sickness strikes somebody. This is not a time for you to be gossiping and saying, yeah, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, because he's been doing alcohol. He's been doing drugs. It doesn't matter what they've been doing. Have you never sinned? Which of you has never sinned? Don't cast any stone at anybody. It's time to pray. We pray that person
1: from the verge of death. We pray till they are healed. We pray till they are restored. We pray till they are changed. Pray! That is the kind of tree you're supposed to be. A good tree. A praying tree. It's it's a house of prayer. Lift your hands. Men ought to pray without wrath or doubt. and Lift up holy hands. That's a picture of trees. With their branches up. Palm fronds up. Hosanna. Save us. To you alone
0: I have lifted up my hands. Abraham said. I have lifted up my hands to God. That I will not take from the king of Gerar Or from any human being. But I trust you. You will bless me. And the heathen will not say. That they made Abraham rich. Come on.
1: Come on. God is going to save you. May he rejoice over you with singing.
0: That's another scripture that. I really came across that when I saw that Jesus joins us to praise God and I was searching it and I found out in Zephaniah 3 that God also actually sings. I was like, oh, this is, this is too much. This is just too much. God rejoices over us with singing. Ooh, ooh, Hallelujah. When the, demon, when the disciples cast out demons, they came back to the Lord Jesus and they said, Lord, in Luke chapter 10, oh Lord, you should have been there to see this. In your name, we cast out demons. And Jesus said, and I, don't you love Jesus? He's the coolest human being you ever met. So cool. He was like, I love it. He's like, he's, so, he's like, he's like, in Luke 10, and this is now in verse 20, he says, don't rejoice that demons are subject to you. Listen to him. We rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Right? Amen. And then after he had done that, the Bible says, you go home and read it. He turns and he rejoices. Check it out. He says he leapt in his spirit. He was like, yes, they got it. <laughs> Before his disciples, he was cool. He was like, Oh, don't, don't rejoice the demons, rejoice that you were born again. And the lady was like, Father, yes, 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 yes. Yes, they got it. They got it. That the devil is defeated. That they have authority in my name over the devil. Some of you follow ministries where they tell you Satan is big. There's a strong man in your father's house. Your marriage is not going well because witchcraft is from your husband's side and all those negative things. And Satan has become bigger than your God. When John, 1 John 4 tells us in verse 4, greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. You read the book of Revelation. I love God. It says an angel, not two angels, not three, not a thousand angels, not a legion. An angel came down from heaven with a key of the bottomless pit. He picks the devil. He opens the, the, the pit. He flunks him down, and he's fallen for 1,000 years.
1: And he locks it, and he's gone. One angel. One angel. You got some." bad tree
0: of a false prophet telling you that you are bound and you can be free until you sow $10,000 into his personal ministry or his personal life. Bring it to the apostles' feet. You people, you don't know how to bless me. Today you're going to
1: bless me. Bring it. Bring it and I'll do something for you. Put it right here. Put it right here. And then you get up and you go. May the Lord deliver you. In Jesus' name.
0: Okay, now you're not supposed to clip this part and put it online that that pastor is asking for
1: money. No. No. I'm, I'm actually being sarcastic. Amen. I know my congregation, they know me. You cannot fault me with money. No, you can't. You can fault me that I can't paint, I can't fix a car, I can't put together a chair or anything together from Ikea, yeah, you can fault me for that, baby, but not for doing this one. I am called and I am anointed, and if I don't know it, I won't talk about it, but
0: if I'm saying it, I can support it. I don't know everything, but if I'm saying it, I
1: can back it up. From Scripture, not my opinion, but from Scripture. Amen. So, hallelujah.
0: We have seen Joshua, the high priest, set free. In, jo- in, in Zechariah 3, verse 4, And he answered and spoke unto those that stood before him, said, Take away the filthy garments from him. Behold, I have caused your iniquity. He said to him, I have caused your iniquity to pass from you. And I'll clothe you with change of raiment. Amen. And verse 5, he set a beautiful mitre upon his head. Like a bonnet cap on his head. And clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. What was set on his head when you go into the book of Exodus for the priest, what was written on it is holiness unto the Lord. So, what he's saying here is that Satan, this man is set apart for God, he is untouchable. You cannot touch him. Do you get a revelation? Setting the bonnet, the cap on his head, takes you back to the book of Exodus, where in Exodus chapter 29, when they put the, the, the bonnet on the
1: high priest's head, they wrote on it, holiness unto the Lord. Do you get it? Amen? So without using the word holiness, he's telling Satan, you see, he was filthy.
0: Now the filth has been cleansed by the blood of Jesus, so you can't touch him. Does that make sense now? He is separate unto God. He's set apart. He's sanctified. Holy means you are separate to God. He's not for the devil. He's for God. I pray that the very God of peace will separate, will sanctify your whole spirit, soul, and body. Right now, in Jesus' name, I pray this prayer for you that you present your body whole, your soul, your mind, your emotions, your will whole. Be saved, be restored. And even now, I pray for that young man, and I pray for other young people. Pastor Sandra, you prayed, right? Share the revelation with you on Friday. You did. God bless you, intercession team. Now, I pray for you, every young man here whose mind is being assaulted, or listen to me by demonic thoughts. I rebuke the power of the devil over your life in Jesus' name. You are loosed in the name of Jesus. And whatever filthiness, filthiness of spirit, filthiness of soul, however your garments of righteousness have been soiled, may the blood of Jesus wash you, sanctify you. We pray for you that Christ will be fully formed in you, that you'll be stable, you'll be deeply rooted in God's love for you. In the name of Jesus. I pray this for young men and for young women. But for that young man in particular, I declare you loosed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's give God thanks and praise. Hallelujah. Also, for two sisters, two young women. These are sisters, not like Christian sisters. They
1: are related. You know, sisters, family, blood relationships. They were actually being, it's almost like they were being chased. They're running
0: away and they fall into this uh, pool of water and they begin
1: to drown. And God delivered them and saved them. So I pray not only against natural drowning, but whatever
0: anybody may be drowning in, drowning in your sorrow
1: drowning in mental and emotional depression and confusion. If you're drowning in the confusion of your sexuality, your
0: identity, who you are as a young person, I pray that God will deliver you in the name of Jesus. And I pray that God will give to our daughters, our sisters, Young people, divine buoyancy lift you up above the storm. Whatever has come to drown you, the Lord lifts you up above it. By the power of his spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Thank you. God bless you. I think uh, we're good with, uh, what was his name we're talking about in Zechariah? Joshua, yeah, we're good with that. So let's go to First Kings 14. I said it's two weeks, right? Yeah, I can't, I can't finish this today. <laughs> so come, come with me to First uh, Kings
1: Chapter four. First Kings chapter four. Where is it? Thank you, Lord Jesus First Kings four. And now finally, verse 30, right? <laughs> we move on a little bit. First Kings 4,
0: verse, chapter four, verse 30. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the East Country and all the wisdom of Egypt.
1: That tells you the Egyptians were not stupid. Those people there had some skill and understanding wisdom, at least in Solomon's
0: time, definitely before, but I said mean, before Solomon's time, but definitely scripture is telling us. All right, well, just saying, just saying. Okay, 31, for he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Ezraite. Wow, so he, this Ethan guy, he, was,
1: he had it. He's pretty wise, he was known then. It's just like if you want to mention like artists,
0: the great, the great artists or the greatest, you know, you have certain names that come to mind. And, and then you say, oh, well, this one was greater than all of them. So here in this case, back then there were some people who were known to be very wise people. Ethan was one of them and Heman was another. Kekol and Darda, sons of Miho. Wow, so that family had some pretty astute and wise people. But Solomon's fame went to all the nations round about. Verse 32, he spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs were 1,005. Wow. That's a lot of money today on Spotify and YouTube. (laughs) May God bless
1: you and your family. Amen. You missed a place to say amen. Okay, now finally,
0: specifically for my message today, verse 33,
1: and he spoke of trees. Mm, Wow. But notice all along
0: about Solomon, what is the one word that stands out about Solomon, you know, that we've been looking at. The Bible has been telling us the one word that characterizes Solomon, wisdom, wisdom. So, when he spoke of trees, it's not just talking about trees, but wisdom that you can glean from what he's saying concerning trees.
1: You understand that, okay? Um, let's see. Just, just uh, stop for a moment. And go
0: to, give me Proverbs 6, verse 6. I think uh, it's mediative. Give us Proverbs 6, verse 6. I'm looking for where it says, go to the end and consider its ways. Proverbs 6, 6.
1: Okay. Let me quickly go there. Let's see. Proverbs 6, 6. So, Proverbs 6, 6. Solomon is writing by
0: the spirit, and he says, yes, go to the end, lazy person. Consider her ways and be wise. So you can get some wisdom in studying about ants. Yes? Okay. But that's not my subject, so I'm just going to go away from it. But we know from the Bible that just as Solomon this, the scriptures, the Holy Spirit through Solomon is telling us that you can study ants and get wisdom. So can you study about trees and get wisdom? We good? See how, how I wove that into it? Because in First Kings 4, he's talking about his wisdom, his wisdom. And then people come to listen to his wisdom. And part of it was, back to First Kings 4, verse, where, where, where did he say he talked about trees? What verse? 33, and he spoke of trees from the cedar tree that is in Lebanon, even unto the hyssop that springs out of the wall. So he gave them some insight of why the hyssop springs out of the wall. Something about it. Something about how hyssop represents
1: cleansing. The cedars of Lebanon, the strength of the tree. He spoke of beasts, of fowls,
0: of creeping things, of fish, different fish, uh, fishes, King James Version. Verse 34, and there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth, which had heard of his wisdom. Amen. So he wasn't just talking about trees, just to say, oh, nice tree. No. What can I learn about the tree? What can the tree teach me? What wisdom can I glean about the tree? Are you following this? Okay. So the title, i want going to continue next week. All right. But let me just wrap it up. The title is, What Kind of Tree Are You? Okay. So this is your homework. Come with me to Judges chapter 9. Let's look at, I'll just a sample. There's so many trees, but let's look at a sample from the Bible. We good? Okay. So Judges 9 Give me a moment to find it. I think it's verse Uh, 8. Where's Judges, by the way? (laughs) Judges 9. Did I say verse 8? Okay. Judges 9, verse 8. Yes. All right. Now, this we're going to read together. Everybody in your house, let's do this together. I want you awake. I want you alive. I want you to see in this. Let's do this together, please. I'm going to count to three and we're going to read Judges 9 and verse 8. One, two, three, please read. The trees went forth at a time to anoint a king over them. And they said unto the olive tree, Reign over us. Okay, we're good. So let's do this. Verse 8 what is going on here? The trees go out they're looking for a king so among trees there are kings hello among trees there are leaders among trees there are groups that look for leadership look for somebody to lead them at certain times in their history in their community in
1: their life Are you with me? And by trees, I'm talking about people. Amen. And the trees are anointed, or the people are anointed.
0: We good? Anointed means that the power of God is on them. They have been set aside, ordained by God, and empowered with skill With understanding, with knowledge and power to function in a specific office. They have a function. They have something they have to do to bless humanity. To do good. Amen. I'm not going to turn to it, but I'm going to support it. To do good. They have been empowered or anointed to do good. That takes you where? Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. The kings went to look for, uh, uh, the trees went to look for a king to anoint over them. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. That what? He went about doing good. Are you a good tree? Are you a good tree will be seen in this. How? Are you good to people? Was Jesus a good tree? Yes. How? He was good. God anointed him, Acts 10, 38, with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So sickness is an oppression. May you be delivered from any oppression in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. For God was with him. God hasn't changed, so you are not consumed. The same
0: yesterday, today, and forever. I pray for your healing. I pray for your deliverance. Receive it today in the name that is above every name. The name that towers over cancer. The name that towers over diabetes. The name that towers over any kind of osteoporosis. Any kind of debilitating disease. In the matchless name of King Jesus. Be loosed. Be loosed. And be made sound in your body. Be made whole.
1: May the very God of shalom, peace, make you whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So Judges 9 verse 8. The
0: title of today's message is what? What kind of tree are you? All right. It's interesting. The first tree they went to see was the olive tree. The olive, and I'm going to just be quick about this. There's more you can learn. All right? Just represents here the anointing. So it has, because it represents the anointing, amongst the trees it has the strongest anointing. Because that, when you talk about oil, that's the olive. You understand? Talk about oil, is not palm tree or it's not cedar. Cedar is strength. Olive is oil. We good? So when it comes to anointing, it's olive tree. So when they went to anoint a king to lead them, they looked for the one who had the strongest anointing. Olive. We good? Okay, so find your anointing. Find your oil and walk in your oil. Come on. Walk in your oil. Walk in your anointing. Amen. Again, there's so many things I can't do in this world, I'm telling you. But I'm so grateful to God that with all the things that I lack, at least he gave me one thing to help me in my
1: life. And that is to teach the word of God. I'm grateful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank, thank God. Amen. Okay. Verse 9 But the olive tree said unto them, (laughs) "Should I, should should I leave my fatness,
0: (laughs) wherewith by me? listen, Listen, oh, listen to yourself! Oh, listen to yourself! By me, they honor God and man, and go to be promoted over the trees." Are you listening to yourself? Look at the excuse. This doesn't even make sense. You, You happen to know
1: who you are. You know you are anointed. You have oil, your fatness, your anointing. Amen. And by the anointing, honor comes to God. Amen. Your oil comes upon men. So that they can
0: walk in their offices. Some people have the oil of leadership. Some people have the oil to be politicians. And some people should never be politicians. Oh Lord Jesus. I don't want to get political. But just so you can relate to this message. Putin is a bad tree For the world. I'm not discussing Ukraine whether they just but some people are bad actors just bad just mean hateful just mean as can be and may God deliver our world and the leadership of the world from such bad trees in Jesus name
1: where Satan has planted them may they be uprooted Amen Amen all of them. All right.
0: Again, you know, don't I'm not try and pick any fight argument with anybody and try and teach. And sometimes you can just use examples for people to see what you're saying. All right. So you
1: think Putin is good, that's fine. But for me, he's a bad tree for the world. For the world. So it's not like, well, what about America? What about you know? Listen. We got some bad actors in America. Oh, Lord Jesus. We got some spineless politicians. They got no backbone. I'll
0: tell you right now, when I first came to America, I used to quote senators. Something a senator said, something a president said. Today, I refuse
1: to quote anything anybody said. Because I have no idea what they're going to do tomorrow. There are too many bramble bushes and thorns leading us. Not only in America. I just want to teach so you
0: can get this. Praise the Lord. But I still say, Putin is a bad tree. Just like Hitler was a bad tree. Some people should not have happened for the world in their office. They should not have been in that office. They should have been doing something else. Because they just got into an office and used the machinery the economy, the power of the government, of the system to destroy. They should have been somewhere where
1: they just lived their life without the governmental structure behind them. What tree are you? I'm sure after today, you know, you're going to be looking out and you're going to be praying for the
0: right trees In your community, the right trees, in your family, the right trees in the city, in the nation, in the world. Yes, because it matters. Amen? Did I help you? Okay, praise God. All right, let's wrap up
1: uh, Judges 9, was it? Tell me what verse I stopped at. Judges 9, I did 9. Okay, so now 10. And
0: the trees, so... When, uh, what's, what's the name? Olive Tree gave excuses.
1: Just doesn't, doesn't want to be promoted. (laughs) Does not want to be promoted. Yeah. There was, there's a, I forgot what it is. Um, in, in America, in the
0: government, uh, structure, uh, I forgot exactly, correct me if I'm mistaken, but the levels that they go through, I think after level 16, then people get to the sec- secretary level, you know, like secretary of state, secretary of defense or whatever, All right. We once had somebody who was rising in those levels, and the person told me, I don't want to be promoted to this next level, I think it was like 16, because they said from there, the next place is like the Secretary of Transportation, you know, Minister of Transportation, whatever. Person told me that, and I was like, wait a minute, why? Why? And people have you know, different reasons, but, uh, you know, in reading this, the olive tree
1: knew that it, it was anointed, knew that. It was, if you're
0: anointed, you're above, you're high. And so the promotion was normal and natural for it. Its natural place was to be high. Yet it says, I don't want the promotion. This person, the world had recognized that they were excellent and they were going to promote this person. And they said, no, I don't want that. It blesses me today to see... uh, a black woman in this country being promoted to the Supreme Court. It blesses me to see that. Because these things open, they break down barriers and they open doors for the children, the younger people coming up. That it's possible I can be promoted. Because some people actually do have certain oils, certain anointings for leadership. And they need to be promoted over us in those areas to
1: function. Are you all with me? Okay, thank you. Uh, So the next one was the fig tree, was it?
0: Okay. Uh, So maybe you say you're another olive. So let's see if you're the fig tree. Uh, Verse 10. And the tree said to the fig tree, come and reign over us. Let's listen. But, But the fig tree said, should I forsake my sweetness? So the fig tree knew, I'm sweet, baby.
1: Some of you know that's how you are. Oh, you are amazing. You enter into a room and the whole place changes and life just comes. People see you and they just smile because of your oil, your sweetness. You are the fig tree. Amen. Amen.
0: I'm going to get in trouble saying this, but I'm preaching and teaching and
1: it helps me say it. So I'm going to say it. It doesn't mean that I'm partial. I love all my children, all of them, and they all have different gifts. But there's one of
0: them who enters, just comes in. Like we can all be gathered as a family.
1: And he gets in and everybody's like, Everybody just, it's like, you know, he's like a fig tree. It's just amazing. You're not listening, okay? I'm not in trouble. (laughs) But he's
0: like a fig tree. It's just amazing. That's, That's just his gift. Sweet as can be. Just the life of the party. Except that you have to pray for him that he doesn't get drunk at the party. Now I got in trouble with him. <laughs> okay, just, just kidding. I just had to use this to explain something.
1: They all have their different gifts. They're all beautiful. And I love you all in case you listen. <laughs> all right. And you're all my favorites. Okay. Amen. Okay, so a fig tree says... And I also have, he says, my good fruit. Imagine you know who you are. And go to be promoted, promoted over the trees? Nah. So
0: the next thing they did was, we all then went to the vine. So the trees of people, they go to the vine. Say, hey, come and rain over us. And the, I can't, I don't get, I don't get the trees, what was going on with them that day. And the vine said, Should I leave my wine with cheers
1: God and man and go to be promoted over the trees? <laughs> so it happens, it
0: appears that, that the, the people get exhausted. They're like,
1: Okay, forget it. So let's just settle with verse 14. The, the tree said to the bramble, the thorn, the thistle, you know, thorns. Come and reign over us. Because, you know, all the good guys don't want to do it. But somebody has to rule. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> It's a very funny world, interesting world. Have you ever
0: wondered about this? I may be wrong, I may be wrong. But a lot of time, like when
1: you're going through school, a lot of the most brilliant kids, they ended up becoming what? Like doctors, lawyers, engineers, right? The smartest you know, they're A students. And then all the other guys who just got drunk through college. They just were at every party. They just network with everybody or everybody's friends. 10, 20 years later, they are your congressman, your senator.
0: They've been working the people angle. They know how to deal, smooch their way with
1: people. They're doing it through college. You were the A student. They were the C or D or whatever student. And now they make the rules for you. So you work hard, make all this money, and they decide how much taxes you pay, and they don't pay any taxes. It's a funny world, don't you think? Yeah. The A students, they become the
0: astronauts. The C students become politicians. (laughs) I mean, just I know I'm generalizing, not suggesting that politicians aren't A students or aren't smart. But a lot of times, the way the system, in the educational system works, you see the top students, they become the engineers, they become the doctors, they become all. The, because going through medical school, that's some tough stuff, man. You see, students don't like to do, put, put in the work to do, forget it. You can do go be your doctor. I just
1: go be politician. I'll make all the rules for you. <laughs> it seems to me this is what's going on here. They went to Olive Valley, said no. Fig, fig said
0: no. Vine, vine said no. Which of the trees are you?
1: What excuses have you been given? Are you working in your calling, in your office? You started out as a fig, so sweet. And then your first, forgive me, I'm going to make a point, but
0: your first crazy husband messed you up. And now you lost your smile, you lost your laughter, you lost your sweetness, and you decided all men are crazy idiots. That's not true. It was your man you got that was a crazy one. May God deliver you, and may God restore you, and may you get a better one.
1: And still be sweet. Because that is your oil, that is your anointing. Don't let that first one change you. I met a woman walking with Jesus
0: one day, and Jesus introduced me to this woman. She had been married five times. Jesus did not say, Forget you. Jesus changed her life. Come on, people. Don't lose your sweetness. Whatever happened to her, whatever went through her life, the Lord still restored her. I mean, John chapter 4, the woman, in
1: John chapter 4. Amen. Keep your sweetness. What kind of tree are you? Have you forgotten who you are? Have you? You were in this church, you were helping,
0: whatever church you were in, you listened to me in the world. You were good, you were kind. And then somebody said something that, you know, rubbed you the wrong way, made you angry. And you said, I'm not going to help anymore. I'm not going to talk to anybody. And you come to church and you sit there like you're baptized in vinegar for
1: one year. I shall not, I shall not be moved. When the Lord says rejoice, how can you rejoice looking mad? How can you rejoice looking mad? Father, I thank you for healing. I thank you for healing the broken hearted.
0: Whatever anybody has gone through in relationships that have changed them from being sweet. I pray for their healing today. What if I sought to change that tree and make it what it is not? Loose your people, deliver them, my God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, make your sons and daughters able ministers of the new covenant. Help each one walk in their calling and live out their nature, their destiny in the name of Jesus. Thank you for healing their souls. Healing their memories. And thank you for bringing good trees into their lives. To bless them.
1: In Jesus' matchless name. Somebody say amen. Amen. To God be glory. To God be glory. Yes, to God be glory.
0: To God be glory. Amen. We will conclude with what Jesus said about this, and then I will pick
1: up the teaching next week. So I'm going to conclude uh, where I'm going to begin begin from next week. Matthew chapter 7. Were you blessed today? Matthew chapter 7. And just give me a moment to give you the tree, I think, verse 18 or so. See. All right, Matthew 7. And I'm reading from 15, excuse me, verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are
0: ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather
1: grapes of thorns or fix thistles? Is he talking about trees? People, are, is he talking about trees? Yes. Verse 17. Even so,
0: every good tree brings forth good fruit, but every bad or corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit. Verse 18. A good tree cannot
1: bring forth evil fruit evil fruit. Hallelujah. You are a good tree because God planted you a tree of righteousness. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. You think when Putin surrounded Ukraine with close to 200,000 soldiers that
0: what? That he was coming to have coffee with them? What what, were the rest of the world? What the leadership? What were they thinking? That he was there to have a picnic. Is that to have tea, to have a picnic, to have a, a jolly good time? You bring the soldiers,
1: surround somebody, or oh, he's not going to attack. Why? Why would he why would he plot and plan and bring all those forces? This is the mistake some of us make in our lives. You're dating this guy who yells at you. Please don't tell me he's sent of God. Drop him like what's a hot cake, hot potato, hot what? Drop him. That's why this is when I miss, I miss Apostle Frederick Casey Price. He would tell you, fool. <laughs> he was the only person who could say that and get away with it. He's beating you. And you think when you marry him, he's going to stop? This will never happen to any of my daughters. Never. I'm a pastor.
0: I'll tell you this. You raise your hand at my daughter. That's the end of, of their marriage. If you, you want to leave my church, you can go. I just said it. You, you would, oh Lord, gee, I will beat you myself. I'll be
1: 85 years old and I will whip you. Just because of you. I'm going to get a cane. And I'm going to be practicing with that cane. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, This is why I miss Freddie crazy. He
0: says, what you're sitting in the marriage and you're praying. He's going to kill you. I heard him teach this message. He said, you're going to, he said, leave, go somewhere and pray for him.
1: Away from him. And if you should change. Then you consider the, the way he presented it. It was so beautiful. I loved, I loved him. It. it was a special man. Special man. He said, we'll we'll consider. We're not even getting back here. We'll consider. Then we'll do counseling. The way he presented it. (laughs) I loved it. Ah. Okay. 19. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is cast down, cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits... You shall know them. We will continue next week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What kind of tree are you? If you're born again, you are a good tree. Yes, you are a good tree. You're born again. If you are on
0: top of it, if you're born again, you have the spirit. But on top of that, if you have received the power of the Holy Ghost, not the spirit to regenerate you. You have that when you're born again. But then you need power. When the power comes, your capacity, your largeness of heart increases exponentially. I mean spiritual largeness of heart. I don't mean physical. Increases exponentially. Your capacity to receive revelation, understand the things of God, increases. And the spirit of the Lord is able to flow a lot easier. There's a free course or move, free flowing water, free flowing river of God. That's the spirit. You know, in the Bible, the water is the spirit. The water is free free flowing. You know, when water is free flowing, it's better than when it stands still. Yes, we don't want it smelling when it standing still. So, free, freely flowing is better. Amen. When the Spirit is flowing freely from your life, you will bear the fruit of the Spirit. And we'll pick up on that next week. The greatest and most important of that fruit of the Spirit is Love. Are you being loving to the people in your church? Are you being loving to the people in your family? Are you being loving to your community, to your nation by praying for the nation? Are you paying your taxes? Are you contributing? Whatever it is, I just mentioned taxes, but it could be anything. How am I contributing, loving my nation, loving my city, loving my church? How am I adding to the world to benefit it? That shows me if I'm being a what? Good tree. And it's a lot easier to do it when you're first born again, second filled with the Holy Spirit. You you yield to the Spirit and the Spirit just flows
1: out of you to love.
0: I love you, church. God bless you. Give him praise. Thank you. Give him praise. All God's people around the world, let's give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Give him praise, somebody. For your life, give him praise. That he's made you a good tree, give him praise. Come on, somebody, give him praise. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Where the tree had some bad leaves, today we have seen that he has washed the filth by the blood of Jesus. He has driven out the strong man by the presence of God's angels and by the presence of the blood of Jesus, Satan himself is driven away from you. And now you have holiness unto the Lord, separated to the Lord. You are untouchable and you're going to flow with the Holy spirit and touch humanity. Touch today. You're going to go back home and your family will see a difference. Amen. They will see a difference. Praise God. Go back. If you are married, say something special, different to your spouse to bless them. Or to somebody that you live with. Amen. Don't generalize it. Look for something in particular. At least one thing. And say, you know, just go home and shout, Just You know, when you open the door, what do you say? You know. I just want you to know that I like this thing about you. Pastor taught us about trees. And I see you are sweet, or I see you are the olive, or I see you are the vine. You cheer me up, or you do this. Think about it as you're driving home and say, I see this about you. I appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you. And they'll be like, Can you go back to church? Go listen to that pastor again. Amen. Amen. Go and bless somebody. Call a brother. Call a sister. Call a loved one and bless them. I mean, go be good today to somebody. God bless you. Get something today? All right. God bless you. Amen. Lord, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for making us trees of righteousness. We thank you that your Holy Spirit has taught us today. And also, encourage us to know this. You have made us good trees and will bear good fruit. I pray that you speak to each one of us individually and show us areas where we can be good. We can be a blessing to our community, to our loved ones, to our church, to the ministry where you planted us, to the city where you planted us, the nation. That we are in. Show us something specific. That we can say. We can do. We can bring forth by your spirit. To make a difference. Lord we ask this. That you be glorified. We ask this. That we will have fulfillment in our own lives. Living out as that tree. That you created and planted us to be. I ask your blessings that make rich upon God's people. Blessings. Without sorrow. Peace be on Zion. Peace be to the people of God. And now. To him that is able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all that you think about. You dream of. And you've prayed for. And I've also
1: prayed for. To God most high. Be honor and glory. May he do exceedingly. Abundantly.
0: By the spirit of God at work within you. By the word that is in you. By the revelation of God's giftings and graces in Christ that are in you. The Lord do more. More than you've prayed for. More than you desire. In Jesus matchless name. I declare it done. I declare it done. And we thank God for it. Amen. Amen. And amen. Give the Lord a shout. Somebody give him a shout. Come on, give him your hallelujah from your spirit. Hallelujah. Let's see the walls of Jericho come down. Give him a shout. Lift up a shout. For the Lord has given you the city. Lift up a shout. For the assault on your mind has ended. Lift up a shout. For the strong man has left your bedroom. The nightmares have ceased. The nocturnal visitations have stopped. Lift up a shout. Hallelujah. In your home, clap your hands. If you are driving, don't clap your hands. But just praise God. But if you are sitting in your home, clap your hands all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Clap your hands all ye people. Oh thank God.
1: Your nerves are being healed. Your nerves are being healed. Oh being
0: restored as you clap your hands. And you shout to God. Your internal organs are being massaged. They have been quickened by the power of God's Spirit in you as you clap your hands. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Rise from your innermost being. Out of your innermost being, rise. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You are no longer a dry tree, you are a fruitful tree. You are a tree planted in the Word of God, in the river of the Spirit of the Lord. Your anointing is increasing. Your joy is restored. I see your sweetness is back. My sweetness that has come back. Hey, hallelujah. Your smile is back. Your laughter is back. Glory be to God. Your health is restored. Your speech is restored. You are back in your office. You are working in your anointing. You are working in your oil. Hey, Rabasande bekaya, Rabazei tolobrondezi, ayabano ribikratuzi Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Likaba basundes, mandolo bozikebea. I want you to pray. Right now, I know you do it later, but right now, pray again. Sometimes we pray quietly, sometimes we don't even voice it out, and it's fine. But today, I want you to pray out loud. Pray out loud from your spirit. Give a shout, give a shout, give a shout. Build yourself. Praying in the Holy Ghost, building up yourself. You're praying, building up yourself on your holy faith. Pray katuris Shake apathy off, shake laziness off, shake off the fear.
1: Rabba sandebeka saya Iriandolo bozistes Nibataya Lebasando basi
0: Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Thank you Lord Jesus Hallelujah the blessing of the Lord rests upon you in the name of Jesus. This week, may your oil increase, your unction increase. From today, walking in, functioning it, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray more for you. Whatever you have, more, 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 more. In the name of Jesus, continue being the encourager like Pastor uh, right there, uh, Stephanie. Continue in the name of Jesus. Continue being that sweet person also with intercessory spirit like Mrs. Date there. Date? Did. Mrs. Date. Sister Mary. And yes, praise God. Amen. I pray you back in your oil. What we studied. Vine. Fig tree. Be sweet. Come on. Go out and carry somebody in the name of Jesus. Walk in your teaching unction
1: like Reverend Rosemary in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Priya. Amen. Praise God. Oh, glory to God. I I may not
0: mention it, it doesn't matter, but you, you get my point. Just walk in it. Pick it back up. Walk in it. Praise God. Walk in it. Walk in that health. Working it. Amen. Praise God. Start your blog or get back to it. You had the health blog, you know, nutrition blog. I don't know what it was, but you had it. You put it aside. Get, come on, get, you know, come on, start blogging. Start, put the message out. Put that information. How people can, you know, be healthy, eating, nutrition. I don't know, but go back to it in the name of you. Do it. In the name of Jesus, the trees are waiting for you, for that leadership. Let's see your blog. Let's see, I don't know what they do today, but you, you, get, you understand what I'm saying? Put that video out on YouTube. Whatever it is they do, do you in Jesus' mighty name. Start writing the songs again. Well, How many songs did that man write? We read in the Bible. He wrote a lot of them. I forgot the number, 1,500 or something like that. Write, write those songs again. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Some of you are great encouragers. Some of you pick out, oh man, I had a card given to me one time. F- forgive me, not trying to embarrass you. A lot of people have blessed me. But a card given by uh, Sister Beverly. Beverly J- uh, Beverly, uh, J- Judge. Did I get the name, last name right? Oh. It was like, man. Yeah. You can tell some people just the right thing. I mean others of you have done that like someone like Sister Roslyn
1: there's nobody like her artistic ability and just no I mean it's just amazing but right, go back please amen what kind of tree are you? God bless you God bless you God bless you Father, I ask your
0: blessings on the finances of God's people as we, we give to you. And even in this area, if we have slipped, if we have filthy garments, thank you for washing and cleansing us. We take back what is ours, our wealth, to propagate the gospel of the kingdom in the world. I pray that God's people will lack nothing, and this ministry will lack nothing. I pray that. Whatever you've told us to do, we'll have the wherewithal, we'll have the funds. Not only the zeal and the desire, but we'll have the provision, the funds to do it. To go on missions, to continue giving, to continue helping. Oh, God. And also, I thank you that this, this ministry uh, mortgage, this headquarters mortgage is paid off. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that the million-dollar mortgage is gone in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for raising up millionaires, billionaires, people who fund the gospel. Right here in this house and connected to this ministry by membership, partnership, uh, well wishers people who receive online from us. Bless them financially. Bless them they are businesses, their enterprises, their investments, the works of their hands, and even more importantly, bless them in their health. Their health is wealth. So bless them in their health. Give them long life. Make them healthy, strong to do what it is you call them to do. I ask God to bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you're going to see on your screen three ways that you can give. And for those who are listening, who don't have any screen to look at, but you're just listening, please bear with me as I quickly tell you there's three ways that you can give to World Missions Ministries to support the work of God here in this ministry. Amen. If the ministry is a blessing to you, to you and your family has raised you, children and grandchildren, as God has blessed you, consider helping us do God's work. Uh, I think, yes, on Monday, we have to pay the mortgage for the ministry. Life goes on, whether, you know, people are wearing masks or they are
1: in church or not or whatever. Life goes on. So, uh, whether it's lockdown or no lockdown, all that, you know. The bank
0: always collects. <laughs> we have to pay on the 5th. Since it was a weekend, they collect on Monday. So please give a good offering via Zelle or via PayPal or by check in the mail. It's on the screen. To give via Zelle to World Missions Ministries, the number for Zelle transfer is five seven one two three four. Two three eight seven. This is Zell only. You can't call the ministry using this number. This is just for Zell. 571-234-2387 to give to World Missions Ministries. If you want to do it online, just a couple of clicks, uh, you go to wmmchurch.org. Wmmchurch.org. comes up. You see a red donate button. Click on the red donate button. Takes you to PayPal. Give as you choose. It's secure. God bless you. You can also send a check to World Missions Ministries
1: in the mail. The address is 6805 East Clinton Street. Clinton, Maryland. 20735.
0: And for you overseas, it's USA. Thank you. I repeat the address six eight zero five East Clinton Street, Clinton, Maryland. two zero seven three five,
1: USA. Thank you. The Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.